I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Instant Reaction Podcast, HawkeyeNation.com. Andrew Downs with you on a beautiful Saturday afternoon, made even more beautiful by the fact that Iowa notched its 20th win of the season, a 77-68 win over number 16 Penn State at home. I was 13th in a row at Carver Hawkeye Arena, 14-1 on the season. Uh, 20 wins for the season is fantastic. 11 wins in conference. And Luca Garza, your National Player of the Year, Big Ten Player of the Year, uh, whatever superlatives you want to heap on this guy at this point, go ahead and do it. 21 points, 17 rebounds, four blocks for Luca Garza, who started with a, a kind of a rough offensive game, but uh, came on strong in the second half and helped lead Iowa to that win. 14th game in a row for Luca Garza, scoring 20 or more points uh, from Rob Howe at Hawkeye Nation. That sets a new school record, breaking the mark of downtown Freddie Brown, set all the way back in 1971. Luca Garza doing things that have never been done uh, in my lifetime as as a Hawkeye. Uh, Tom Caker from Hawkeye Report reports that Garza now 686 points on the season. Iowa's single season record is 699, so just 13 points away for Luca Garza. 14 would break that record, and Iowa plays Tuesday night against Purdue. Oh, and then they have another game at Illinois a week from tomorrow. Uh, last kind of Garza stat here before I get into the rest of the game. Garza, 612 points from number one on Iowa's all-time scoring list. That's from Steve Thee uh, on Twitter. That would be 20 points per game for 31 more games. Um, yeah, maybe not. I'm not even going to say that's not doable. Uh, number one, Roy Marble, obviously, with 2,116 points. So Garza's got 1,505 points through 94 games played uh kind of incredible what he is doing and if he sticks around for another year um you know break all the records right luca could go down as the greatest hawkeye of all time and part of that will be you know how far iowa gets in you know this season this march and then if luca sticks around what happens next year some of the other big storylines from this game, C.J. Frederick back, back, and uh, you know not better than ever maybe, but definitely the guy that, that we all expected to have back. Ten points for him, a couple of big threes, and just tough defense, good minutes from him, and helped free up Joe Wieskamp, who, uh, while he still struggled a bit from the field, three of ten, one of four from three-point line, um, he's got, got the 13 points, six rebounds, um, and a really good plus-minus. Another, uh, I guess... Not another good game. 
a good game from Joe Wee's camp, and let's hope that continues Tuesday night against Purdue. He can really kind of amp up his uh, confidence going into the season finale at Illinois because that's going to be a big, 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 big game. CJ, uh, Connor McCaffrey, another game with no turnovers. That's uh, over 90 minutes played now since his last turnover. Leads the nation in assist-to-turnover ratio. He had six points, uh, a couple of threes, but you know, a couple of rebounds, four assists. Uh, looking at assists, Joe Toussaint with eight assists in just 16 minutes. No, one turnover for, for Joe Toussaint. Didn't play a lot down the stretch. Uh, again, just 16 minutes. Uh, and part of that is because the bench has, has come to play. Bakari Evelyn with another nice game. He's had four or five nice games in a row now. It really kind of feels like he's hit his stride. And, and you, know, you don't expect the 15 you got it from him uh, the other night uh, against Ohio State. But seven points. Four for four from the free throw line, four assists. That's that's the kind of game you want from Bakari Evelyn. Twenty minutes from him, Cordell Pemzel with some big minutes. He was perfect from the field. Got six points, six rebounds. Um, at Fifteen minutes for him, and then Ryan Creener, eight points, five rebounds in seventeen minutes. So I was bench, which is you know so short. Just three guys. Um, had play, played a nice game. 21 points from your bench. You will take that anytime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Iowa now 11-7 on the season of the Big Ten, 20-9 overall. That puts Iowa uh, squarely in fifth place in the Big Ten along with Penn State. Um, not sure what the tiebreaker there would be, but not sure it's going to matter. There's still a lot to happen between now and the Big Ten tournament. But Maryland still atop the league, 13-4. and four. Uh, as I record this, Illinois, Wisconsin, and Michigan State all at 11 and 6, and Penn State and Iowa now at 11 and 7. The Hawkeyes, one more home game. Let's pack Carver. I'm going to be there. I'm excited. It'll be my first uh, trip to to Carver this season. I needed to get over and watch this team, and what better time to do it than the final home game of the season? Uh, Purdue, 8 o'clock on Tuesday night, and then the big game at Illinois Sunday, next Sunday. Uh, which really could have a lot of implications on the line, a lot of uh, Big Ten tournament seeding implications, and certainly every game at this point for Iowa has NCAA tournament uh, implications, the seeding implications. Iowa's in the tournament, there's no question, but the seeding is is a big thing. A couple other just notes I took or screenshots, uh, just go over quickly. Iowa now with seven wins over ranked teams this season. That is the most in the country. Baylor and Oregon each have six. Creighton has five, uh, along with Indiana and Wisconsin each have five. Iowa, seven wins over ranked teams. Incredible. Uh, playing so well, especially at home. 21 points and 12 rebounds from the bench today. I got that from Irrational Hawkeye. Um, John Rothstein said, Iowa lost Jordan Bohannon, Isaiah Moss, and Tyler Cook from last season, but will still get a better seed in this year's NCAA tournament. How? The Luka Garza factor. 25-17-4 and four in today's win over Penn State. And that, that, that's it. It's Luka Garza. The season is Luka Garza. Um, and what, what his trophy case is going to look like after this will be remarkable. 
uh, we had a great interview with him on KXNO here in Central Iowa this week. He came on the Murphy and Andy show, and you just you can't not love this kid. The the work ethic, the studying the history of the game, the respect he has, the love for the game he has, and, and he'll just tell you he works harder than anybody else. That's why he is doing what he's doing. It's not because he's more athletic or he's got some uh, gift. It's because he worked his ass off. Hawkeyes Mike had a couple of highlights from the uh, the postgame presser. I'm doing this podcast a little later than normal as I had the kids. Um, from Fran, he said, Fran, he said, uh, total team effort today. The opponent's attention on Luka Garza opened things up for everybody else. I think you would say that about CJ and Joe Wieskamp as well. Um, these guys truly love each other. That's from Fran in the postgame. And, and you can see that the chemistry on this team is, is amazing. And they essentially have seven starters rotating in and out to try to keep five fresh guys on the court. It'll be interesting to see next season with Fran if, if he has a, a bigger rotation and what he tries to do with it. Uh, he's almost been hampered by having too many options in the past, and you wonder how much you know fate dealing him these cards of uh, an eight-man bench, an eight-man you know, roster essentially um, has limited him, but that's also made uh, this team... I mean, they're obviously playing well, right? Um, from Pat Chambers, Penn State's coach, Iowa's hot start to the second half was the difference. It certainly was. The the end of the first, for them to close that gap and take a lead going into halftime and then to jump out to, I think, a 7-0 run to start the second half and really kind of pull away. Penn State never truly threatened after that. And that was big because it, it felt early. Like if Garza wasn't going get, to get going and Penn State was going to shoot the way they did, um, that, that it was going to get ugly. And Penn State's a good team. You could have lost that game, but Iowa was able to pull away. Uh, who was a Seth Lundy early in the game was just going nuts for, for Penn State. And just the typical you know, guy who scores four points a game, scoring 24 points a game on Iowa. Uh, Pat Chambers says, let, let, let their emotions get away from them, Penn State. And you saw that a couple of texts, and uh, their body language wasn't great. There was that stretch... You know, late in the second half where Iowa had a few empty possessions and really felt like Penn State could capitalize on something they just weren't able to. Pat Chambers says C.J. Frederick makes a big difference, but the biggest difference is Connor McCaffrey. And again, just he's a glue guy. He's he's the, the coach on the, the court. Um, you got to love this guy. The way he's playing right now, the, the different positions he's playing, the role he is playing, the role he is playing, and, and, and he's doing such a great job of it. And Fran McCaffrey's done a great job all year. It'll be interesting to see uh, how much, if any, run he gets for Big Ten Coach of the Year. Uh, he'll certainly be mentioned in that conversation, but you know some other guys, Turgeon and Greg Gard and Underwood, are all probably um, going to be in that conversation as well. And as those teams are ahead of Iowa right now in the standings, um, I'd be surprised, I guess, if if Fran McCaffrey gets Coach of the Year, uh, you know, short of winning these next two games and, and maybe winning the Big Ten tournament. Talking about NCAA tournament seeding, I think if, if you seed it today, Iowa's probably a five. I think they can probably play their way down to a six or maybe a seven. Uh, lose these last two games, lose the first game in the Big Ten tournament, you're probably a, you, you're probably a seven at that point. Um, depending on where where they are in the net, and I'm not good with the net rankings or the analytical things, so I'll leave that up to the bracketologists and the people who are smarter than me about it. Uh, you probably play your way up to possibly a three. You win out, you win the Big Ten tournament. You you might be a three, especially depending on who you beat. 
you know, in those games and, and how you look doing so. Um, I think safest bet right now is probably a five, and I'm, I'm okay with that. I know that 5-12 matchup is historically difficult. 12s will be, uh, you know, maybe playing games or you know, power five teams that were on the bubble, like the last four in type teams. Um, and so you're going to play a tough team more likely than not, but you should win that game. And, and I'm not worried about this team falling apart by any means. The The fate is, is not happening this year, clearly. And this team is just so tough and resilient, and they, they know their roles and they play their roles so well. I think they will play the way they play against anybody. They will lose if they come up against a better team. And in the 5-12 game, you won't. And really, I think in the 5-4 game, you could argue, depending, again, on the, on the matchups, who uh, that, that I was going to be as good of a team as as good as a team that they play in the second round, and I like Iowa's chances against anybody that they're as good as, especially you know on a neutral court and in a situation like that. So, is it Sweet 16 or bust at this point? I mean, hasn't haven't been there since '99. I've been talking to Hawkeye fans about this because on this expectation thing is a an interesting game we play. Of course, if you go back to the start of the season and you, you say, look where Iowa is now, would you take this? Would you be happy with this? Would you be satisfied? Absolutely, we all would. Uh, it's been a fun season. It's been fantastic. But expectations change. And a week ago, we're talking about beating Michigan State and being alone in second place and now fifth place in, in the Big Ten as we sit here today. And so uh, the expectation changes. And, and my expectation now is that this this team will win against Purdue, will play tough and hopefully win against Illinois, will win at least a game, depending on if they get that double bye in the Big Ten tournament, maybe two games, and will go into the NCAA tournament with a good enough seed and a good enough draw to get to the Sweet 16. It's asking a lot. It's something that hasn't happened in a long time. It's something that Fran McCaffrey has never been able to do. Um, but that that is... That is what I expect, and anything short of that, I'm not going to say will be a disappointment. Uh, I'm not sure anything that could happen at this point would make me not love this team, uh, not feel like I've got my money's worth this season. But you lose in that second round, there's, there's going to be something, there's going to be that tinge. Um, you're, you're going to feel like you left something out there. So it'll be interesting to see how, how the rest of this Big Ten plays out. It's just so bunched up. You know, the, be, between Illinois and Michigan, Illinois, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I mean, there's seven teams within two games of each other right now. And so a lot's going to be determined in these, these final couple of games, this, this final week of the regular season. Um, but I like where Iowa is, man, and I can't wait to be in Carver on Tuesday night. Check out Rob Howe on Twitter. He's got all your post-game coverage, your McCaffrey video, your... Uh, post-game player interviews video, your your story on the site, all of that. A lot of good stuff up on the site right now. Rob and I will uh, we'll get back together on Monday and do our weekly Hawkeye Nation pod. And then I'm going to try to do some sort of a, a, a post-game podcast on my way back from Iowa City uh, on Tuesday night. Might not get it posted until real late that night or even early on Wednesday morning. But I'm going to try something with that. Again, the Hawkeyes win. Enjoy your Saturday, man. This is a this is a good one. We're not going to always have seasons like this. We're not going to have athletic years like this very often uh, with what the women are doing, what the wrestling team is doing, what the football team already did, and then, of course, this just extremely likable men's basketball team. Another win in the books. Another quad one win. Uh, another ranked win. 
77-68 over Penn State. We'll see where Iowa is ranked on Monday, and we will see you in Carver on Tuesday for the game against Purdue. Thank you for listening. Go Hawks.